Countess Retro. And I'm Jiffer. And together we are... A Couple of Retrogrades. So, introductions done. Basically, this podcast is about retro and vintage toys, but also we delve into more current toys as well. The podcast, realistically, though, is aimed more at adult collectors and enthusiasts. It's much too good for children. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> Indeed, Yoda. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. That was Miss Trunchbull, not Yoda. Oh, okay. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> so, I mean, it's full of swearing potentially, and uh, references that might not be suitable for kids. So we'll just put that one out there as a yeah. sort of bit of a disclaimer before we start, just in case. We're doing this podcast because we both have a love of retro and vintage toys, as well as the more current stuff as well. And we yeah. do collect. We collect quite a lot of Lego sets, quite a lot of Funko Pops. I collect action figures. Yeah, action figures, wrestlers. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, yeah. And so we do have a love of all sort of the older kind of things because we're 80s and 90s kids. Yeah. And remember sort of collecting a lot of stuff when I was a kid, like Sylvanians and Polly Pocket. Uh, also, the more darker side of the toy collecting back then, like werebears and monsters in my pocket. Boglins? Boglins as well. I had one Boglin. I didn't have too many of them. I think they scared my mum too much and I would creep up behind her because there's moving eyes, so creep yeah. up behind her and move its eyes and she would scream. <gasps> so, yeah, I only sort of really had one of those. Um, but you collected a lot of wrestlers, didn't you? Yeah. Me and my brother were big into WWF wrestling when we were younger, during its heyday, and we used to put on our own wrestling matches in the living room and jump off the sideboards and stuff and, you know, all that kind of thing and hurt each other so my mum had enough and bought us the uh, Hasbro figures I had a Bret Hart Tanker Ultimate Warrior uh, he had a Shawn Michaels and uh, we had this little wrestling ring that you pressed the buttons and you know made the sounds of the bell and everything like that so uh, that kind of put a stop or mostly a stop to us beating the crap out of each <laughs> other which you know is a win-win really for everybody but the thing is with you know the older toys trolls and the dolls they had quite a lot of long hair you know and I love I absolutely love my little pony as well but the the stuff like the the trolls I used to cut the hair (laughs) this one little troll it had orange hair and I cut it and it it just ended up looking like Johnny Rotten but my my little pony collection I kind of ruined because I used to take them in the bath and they used to fill with water and eventually had sort of black mould growing in them and they would end up in the bin. Oh, so do you know why that was? A little known thing about my little ponies, okay. they had a ball bearing in them because they didn't balance. Ah, of so, so that was in the back. So that would have been so going that would have gone all, all horrible. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have collections still of various things i mean i still have original things from when i was a kid like rainbow bright and there's a gray character that goes with her which i've still got and i can't remember his name unfortunately but i also have there's a womble i've got a couple of yeah actually a couple of those and i do have my original monsters in my pocket collection which is a lot of series one 
And there's a few little of the rubber boglins that they released as well. So I've got a few of those. Monsters in my pocket for me, the, you know, my original collection I've held on to for so long because it, it has sentimental value as well as being something that I like. Because me and my grandmother, when I was a kid, I used to set up a cassette player. For those of you who remember cassettes. <laughs> and VHS and all that. And the Betamax. <laughs> uh, that was a bit before our time, yeah, wasn't so, it? Yeah. yeah. But we set up this cassette player and we'd move the, the figures around, do little voices and stuff like that. So I, I just like them for that. And I have got a few board games as well that I used to have when I was a kid. And I've got the Game of Life they released. I think it was the late 80s. I think there was a lot of debate over that, wasn't there? Because it was very much like mum, dad, kids and all this, you know. But that was the original one I had of that. So we do like a lot of retro stuff and vintage bits. Yeah, I mean, I I loved boys' toys growing up. I had a brother who was a little bit younger than me. We used to play with the A-Team figures and uh, my sister had a full guy truck that the A-Team used to travel around in regularly with wrestlers. But I do remember that my aunt, one year, who didn't know me at all, bought me a Barbie doll. So that poor thing got mutilated and, you know, <laughs> kind of thrown in with the, the action figures into all kinds of scenarios, <laughs> as you can well imagine. So, yeah, really... Moving on to what we do now, although we do collect Funko Pops and Lego sets and all this kind of stuff, we also, we have a business on eBay yeah. and it's called, it's called Retrograde. Um, Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. Toys and Collectibles. And that has been going now since the end of last year. And the basis for starting that was that we were given a massive box of Lego by somebody and we delved into that and... I think we attempted to put a few sets together, but yeah. that kind of got abandoned because it was just a mammoth task. It was, I mean, we're not talking like a little storage tub. It was absolutely huge. Yeah. And it was just all assorted Lego, but there was lots of minifigures that came out of that. Yeah, yeah, loads of Star Wars and superheroes, that kind of stuff. But I have, I've never seen, I'm probably the only person in the world who's never seen an episode of Star uh, episode. What are they? Film? A Star Wars film. See, I can't even get it right. A Star Wars film. So I don't know who any of the characters are apart from Darth Vader. So it was really, really tricky just to figure out who these characters were. And it's really tricky with the minifigures because there's so there's so many characters that I think, oh, that's the same one. But because he's got a spot in this place and not that place, it's someone completely different from another film. So it's been a massive <laughs> learning curve. Carrying on from that, we because we have so many minifigures, we mm. have so many Lego sets and stuff like that. Initially, when we started sorting all this stuff out, I was in charge of the Lego sets because you find them far too fiddly. I was putting them together. We were taking photos of them complete and all put together nicely. But the thing is, when you get a big batch of them, you can't do that. Yeah. It's just impossible to really sort all the bits out, make sure they're all there, and then put them together. Because that's not in the bulk of that we yeah not in the huge in. bulk that we sometimes get stuff so with stuff like that it's just a case of making sure all the bits are there if it has a manual you put the manual on there you know and you do make sure people can see what it looks like when it's put together but with the minifigure side it is about it's a lot more intricate isn't it it is and I've got really complex organisational tub thing and I've got boxes full of legs and bodies and boxes full of heads and sound like a serial killer 
little trays full of weapons, not real weapons. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and it's it's like all colour coded, and this is where the heads mm. with beards go. This is where the heads with glasses go. This is where the blah 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 blah. <laughs> but you know, it's quite good because if I find a body, I know where the head should be if we've got it. Mm. So I can then put them together. We first started the business it was a case of um we had a set or there was a certain system for minifigures it was all coded as per row on a spreadsheet but we figured out pretty swiftly that wouldn't work so yeah now it's just a case of inventing we invented a, a code didn't we yeah and it's just sort of the uh, type of figure and I think it's like the, the number of the figure and then it's the, the condition of the figure. So that's, it, that's literally it, isn't it? It's yeah. similar as that, which works really, really well. Yeah. The business itself, we figured out fairly swiftly that we have our own separate strengths. Yeah. With me, it's more organisational, so I'm kind of in charge of the paperwork side. You're the boss. <laughs> I saw the finances and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So it is, it's just a case of sort of playing on those strengths and also the Lego sets you kind of have this methodical way of making sure that all the bits are there. Cleanly retentive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for that. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't let the lunatic run the asylum, could <laughs> And and Jiffer obviously just kind of, Jiffers. I don't know. Yeah, just, just, you know. Kind of around, yeah, and all that kind of thing. But your more your strength is the, the I've had selling. Of procurement. Yes, yeah. yeah, So you have an eye. When we first started, it you know there was it was like oh it's vintage, quick buy it. But yeah. we kind of established that actually just because it's vintage doesn't mean it's it's got much value. And the things that you think won't have any value, like we recently got a couple of tubs just full of bits of plastic from various sets and. It, Accessories mm. for stuff. But you noticed there was a couple of little Mighty Max bits mm. in there, didn't you? Yeah, and we had some cases for Mighty Max, so it was just like, yeah, quick buy them. But it turns out there's actually quite a lot of yeah. parts and stuff in there. The vintage Star Wars accessories mm. and vintage Fisher Price bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, tra- uh, G1 Transformer bits. It's definitely a good spot. I do like to think of us as the heroes of the action figure accessory world because without us, they might have just gone in the bin. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> to perhaps a, a lot of people, you know, those those bits are just bits of plastic and they, yeah. they just end up in the bin. And we're the sad bastards who sit there, you know, going through every <laughs> single bit of plastic. That that kind of leads to the research part of it where I find it really interesting. You yeah. get little accessories, little bits and bobs, and you think, what the hell is this? And then, of course, you go online and you find that it's actually something that is pretty sought after. People like accessories and all those things, and we both enjoy the research side yeah, of it, don't yeah. we? And I think that's probably one of our favourite parts of it. You obviously really enjoy sourcing stuff, though. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's the brummy in me. We love a bargain. <laughs> I suppose... The least favourite part, maybe, is the parceling, you know, yeah. perhaps. Because it's a case of we do have to find the right box and the right bits and pieces and all that to, to And we like to do it properly, don't we? Yes, we, don't we do. Yeah. just shove it in an envelope. We make yeah. sure it's bubble wrapped and, you know, everything's yeah. I mean, the scourge safe. of the Funko world, unfortunately, is people who put a Funko in the box where it's brand new when they send it. And they put it in a plastic envelope or a jiffy envelope and, and it just gets crushed to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and depending on which delivery service you use. There's one which is fantastic and there's another one, which we won't mention, 
that seem to play football with the parcels. <laughs> We've been selling on eBay for quite some time, but there was a probably about a couple of months ago now they spotted a advert for a toy fair. Yes, we were keen to do it. I think we wanted to sort of try to see what it was like. Yeah. We did have a budget beforehand, a lot of stuff specifically. Yeah, I did get a fair amount of stock in for it. So we worked our way through that lot and we boxed it all up and then it was the day before the toy fair we were able to go and set up. So that was great. It went long, it, it was really pretty easy actually, easier than we thought I think. Yeah. And we got it all arranged nicely and we had uh, half a dozen Lego sets all lined up and all this sort of thing and really pleased with the layout. And when we turned up the next morning to do the toy fair for real, there was a seller opposite us who, you know, we had two tables and he had about oh, six, yeah. something like that, and he had absolutely loads of Lego sets. And yeah. it's like, well, how, how can we compete? But I did notice that we had a few that he didn't, which was lucky. But also there was the wrestlers as well. Yeah, I recently procured a job lot of Hasbro wrestlers, so they were all priced up and ready to go. But the guy on the next door kept popping over and buying them. <laughs> um, and he had a lot of wrestlers as well. he had a lot of wrestlers well, as well, yeah. so yeah. maybe I'd priced them up a bit too cheaply, I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, the, it was a bit like a scene from Scooby-Doo with the backgrounds all repeated and the same. It was like, this table's got Hasbro wrestlers and Lego, and this table's got Hasbro wrestlers and Lego, and it was just completely the same kind of stuff on yeah. each table. So It was really fun K-pop heavy as yeah, well. Yeah, it, was it was a lot. It was a bit awkward, I think, in a sense, because I think we were the only stall holders who had boobs. Yes, you know. apart from the tea lady. <laughs> yeah. It went okay. We did try our luck with it to see what it was like, and there was a few lighter moments, like there was uh, people dressed up as Star Wars characters, and one of them was stood there looking menacing, and then this woman approached and said to him, excuse me, where's the toilet? <laughs> And he started explaining that he didn't know where it was and all this kind of stuff. And there was a woman walking ahead of me. In a broad Norfolk accent. (laughs) There's a woman walking ahead of me and she turns around and goes, well, that spoiled the image, didn't it? (laughs) We now focus again after after doing that. We do focus more on eBay eBay. again. Because with eBay, you can reach the whole country. It's great. We're not um, sponsored by eBay. No, no, we're not affiliated (laughs) with eBay, we do have to say. But... It's a good platform to use because you can reach the whole country. We don't currently send abroad though because you know, unfortunately, the the sort of there's a chance that they're all going to get broken or lost or whatever yeah. on the way there. So that's pretty much what what the business is about. We do clean everything as well before we, we oh, do yeah. anything with it. We we make sure it's it's fine, and if it's not, we do describe that in a lot of depth on on listings I think it's only fair isn't it you I know? think we're the Mrs Hinch of the action figure cleaning world <laughs> because we found so many different ways to get pen off an action figure yeah yeah definitely and I have to say I never expected myself to be wiping Wonder Woman between the legs <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that ha- that has happened I do you think know? I did walk in on you once and you were like intimately cleaning some Barbie dolls <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> just a bit strange, really. <laughs> yeah, it's and a strange on that subject, scene. what is it with boys' action figures 
and damaged crotches. <laughs> what do they do to these action figures that makes their crotches damaged? Yeah, they it splits the crotch. It splits the crotch. Yeah, it splits I'm their forever difference. writing. <laughs> different. I'm forever writing on my li- on the listing crotch damage. Yeah, there's something yeah. I never thought in in my life I'd have to be to be writing down on a regular <laughs> basis. And I used to be a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to entirely focus on the older staff. In our future episodes, we yeah. are going to be focusing on certain themes for every episode. So we're going to have like Lego Funkos, sort of, and so on and so forth. Yeah, GI Joes, uh, yeah. wrestlers, obviously. What we will do during the episodes is we will just go into a bit about the stuff that we've dealt with, what we like, and a few facts as well about sort of the more interesting kind of aspects of most expensive or the rarest or the weirdest or whatever yeah a bit a little bit of that as well and you know our own opinions as to perhaps the sort of things that we would like to see made like Funko Pops certain ones we'd like and certain Lego sets certain Lego sets as well yeah and that just kind of leaves us I suppose to say thank you for listening to this episode yeah and from next week's episode onwards we will be taking questions so if you do have any questions for us, you can go onto our Twitter or our Instagram and leave us a question for us to answer, you know, maybe... Yeah, Instagram. What's our Instagram name? Is it just Retrograde? No, 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 the Countess is in charge of social media. At the end of the episode, there will be an outro have all the details in there. I so, knew that. Yeah, she knew that, of course. Bye for now. And see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you have a question or a suggestion for a topic, we're at Instagram, which is Retrograde Tools and Collectibles. Twitter, which is Retrograde underscore TC. There's also our eBay shop, Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. So from me and Jiffer, it is goodbye until the next episode.